Hey guys, welcome to another I'm a Rock podcast, and we're going to continue our series for natural HIV cures that we can find from God, from the universe, and from nature. So there are two particular products, or I should say plants, that we should focus on today. And the first plant that we're going to talk about is called Gansui Root, right? And Chinese medicine is known as Gansui Root. Um, and it's also known as milkweed in traditional terms. And this is an article from, <clears throat> excuse me, hiv-persistence.com. And this is written by a doctor named Lucille Gama at the John Hopkins School of Medicine. And the title of it is INGB is a potential PKC, PKC activator, which is protein kinase C for the shock and kill strategy in HIV eradication. So this is a molecular drawing of the isolate that they have taken from the milkweed. Um, and that is, you know, mostly composed of oxygen and hydrogen. All right, so let's go to the next page. So enginols, let's talk about enginols. What are enginols and how do we get them? Well, enginol derivatives are usually taken from plants and they're just telling you right here how they got the particular smaller parts of the plant from the plant itself and they isolated it right so we have imda imdb imdc and here we have the evidence right here <clears throat> where we are talking about um, these enginols. And previously we talked about um, prostratin, which is something that you can find in sea moss, also known as seaweed. So any type of weed, it appears to have this particular enginol in it, because I've seen this across the board with sea moss, seaweed, milkweed, and knotweed. So we're going to talk about knotweed in a second. But as you can see here, enginol officially activates latent HIV in reporter cells. And this is a graph showing you the compounds that they added and they compared many of them together. And it looks like um, this is another doctor that worked on this called Dr. Selena Abreu. So Enginol B decreases HIV replication and downregulates CD4, CCR5, and CXXRP. All right, now these are just some more details And it looks like it's very well tolerated in mice, rats, and dogs, and it's easy and cheap extraction. So what they did was here, they did an animal trial with um, rhesus macaques to do a proof of concept. They collected blood on D0, 3, and 7, and they measured viral loads and blood chemistry. All right, and after they treated this, it appears that, um, the CD4 cells um, actually went up, monocytes positive for CD69 went down, and it says here, enginol increases viral load. Now, this is a good thing because the virus that's being activated is not the regular virus that's normally circulating, but it is the virus that is sleeping or dormant or latent. So that is why they're, they're saying that, um, Enginol increases virus diversity in plasma, all right? And they also took DNA from the brain 
and plasma from the brain to also measure if there was anything there. And, um, you know, this is just showing you the model. All right. So, yeah, this is just showing you once again um, that they used two different um, drugs. One was Indranol, one was PMA and lonomycin. And um, as you can see here, um, they, they definitely increased the expression of the virus, which is a good thing in this case, right? So conclusions, it says, Enginol B is a potent protein kinase activator and is well tolerated when given the mammals orally. All right, as a proof of concept, peak protein kinase activators are not safe, are not Satan. And um, this is a study published from John Hopkins University. Very, very cool um, that we know this. So again, for everybody that wants to look this up, it's called milkweed or euphorbius peplus. And um, if you go to Google and you type in milkweed, you can see that milkweed grows everywhere. So these are literally flowers that um, typically butterflies eat. So this is a seed that is planted and the, the actual plant is what creates these enginals. And this is what um, butterflies use to feed themselves. And so um, this is really beautiful to me actually, because um, it's just always reminding me that the cure for everything is in nature. So um, what I want to do is I just want to pull up some more information about your phobia, and then we're going to talk about Japanese knotweed, and then we'll also review black seed oil one more time. So I spelled that wrong, sorry. Peplus. All right. All right, so here's the specific article that I was referring to. Um, and this is from PLOS One, Euphorbia Consway reactivates latent HIV. And this is published in December of 2016. All right, so it says here, um, let me zoom in. All right, so again, the PKC agonist enginol purified from euphorbia plants is a potent T-cell activator and reactivates latent HIV. And so that is really the important thing that I've noticed between CMOS, seaweed, knotweed. Um, we also talked about vitamin B3. We also talked about selenium before 
Um, these plants, these natural supplements activate our immune system and they activate our T cells. And that is how they reactivate any sleeping virus. And euphorbia consue or gansui root has been used for centuries in traditional Chinese medicine to treat acetes, fluid retention, and cancer. So this particular plant, the, the plant called euphorbia or milkweed, is used for so many things. And the, the ancient Chinese medicine doctors knew about this many, many years ago. So I'm going to make sure that I cover traditional Chinese medicine. I may have to even do a whole podcast just about Chinese medicine, but it, and we really have to get back to Chinese, traditional Chinese medicine for sure. I've been interested in Chinese medicine for about four years, and I plan on um, going to school and getting my my license in acupuncture and as a herbalist. That way I can open up my own clinic and treat people naturally. So let's continue with the article. So <clears throat> this particular study says we demonstrate that an extract of this plant, Euphorbia gansui, is capable of recapitulating T-cell activation induced by the purified endonol. Indeed, Euphorbia gansui induced expression of the early T-cell activation marker, CD69, and PTFB in a dose-dependent manner. Furthermore, Euphorbia gansui reactivated latent HIV in a CD4 T-cell model latency and an HIV-positive ART-suppressed PBMCs, which is blood cells. When combined with other latency-reversing agents, the effective dose of euphorbia currency required to activate, required to reactivate HIV was reduced tenfold and resulted in synergistic reactivation of latent HIV. So let's talk about that for a second, because remember, um, all of these podcasts that I've been doing, I really could title it, and I'm actually going to title it this um, in, a, in a following podcast, we're going to title it the synergistic reactivation of latent HIV. So when things work in synergy, that means they work harmoniously and they work together. So um, you can use Kansui by itself to reactivate latent HIV. But if you use it with other latency reversal agents, remember we, we talked about black seed oil, we talked about vitamin B3, we talked about CMOS, we talked about selenium, um, and what else did we talk about? We talked about something else as well, but we have at least four or five different latency reversal agents. So you don't even need, you need 10 times less Gansui if you're using all those other things, but by itself, it's already potent enough. So my theory is this, right? So my theory, um, and I'm gonna show you this study in a second. There was a study done in Nigeria on several people um, with HIV. And the in one study, by the sixth month of taking black seed oil every day, this, this particular gentleman was um, negative for HIV. In another study, a pregnant woman was negative for HIV at about 12 months, but she started losing antibodies around three, two to three months. So my theory is that if we use a synergistic approach where we combine gansui, we combine um, knotweed from Japan, and we use vitamin B3, CMOS, and selenium. The time for someone to reactivate all the latent HIV and get rid of it will probably be a month or less, honestly. 
maybe two months at best. So um, I'm, I'm very happy that they pointed that out, that the dosage of what you need when you use it in combination with other things is significantly reduced. Okay. Which suggests its application as a combination strategy to reactivate later HIV while limiting the toxicity due to global T cell activation as a natural product, which has been used in traditional medicine for thousands of years. Euphorbia gansui is attractive as a potential treatment strategy, particularly in poor countries with limited treatment options. All right, so um, let's get into a little more science. Now it says here, any approach to fully eradicate HIV requires reactivation of latent HIV. Histone, deacetylase, and BET bromodane inhibitors were the first compounds tested as latency reversal agents. Euphorbia plants are the biologic source of a number of therapeutic enginols. Enginol andalate is approved as a safe and effective topical treatment for acetinic keratosis. Furthermore, enginol B, a semi-synthetic enginol, has been safely administered as an oral dose to non-human primates, and we, we just went over that article from John Hopkins um, School of Medicine prior to this. These enginols will reactivate latent HIV in cell lines and primary T-cell models of latency and in cells from um, suppressed patients. Taken together, this evidence has led enginols to be attractive candidates to reactivate latent HIV. However, potent T-cell activation alone as a therapeutic approach still has the potential to result in toxic side effects when administered to patients. In this study, we tested a crude extract from Euphorbia gansui as a potent agent to reactivate latent HIV. Euphorbia gansui contains 12 enginols as well as other active compounds, including sequester penoids, triterpenoids, and euphols, which may all contribute to the biological activity of euphorbia gansui. Euphorbia gansui has been used for thousands of years in traditional Chinese medicine. An oral dose of euphorbia gansui results in minimal toxicity, and we determined that an extract of euphorbia activates resting CD4 cells and induces transcription of latently infected HIV. Furthermore, when using combination with an HDACI or BTI, the effective concentration of the euphorbia gonzi is effectively reduced. So let's look at this study real quick. So while it is well established that purified enginol, as well as a semi-synthetically modified enginol reactivate latent HIV, effects of unpurified euphorbia gonzi on latent HIV are unknown. For this study, an extract of euphorbia gansui and DMSO was prepared using brown GMP grade euphorbia gansui root. This extract was used to activate T cells, which stably express GFP from HIV latent cells. Indeed, enginol D benzoate reactivated HIV in 2D10 cells in a dose dependent manner. A 25 fold increase in GFP expression was induced by 24 hour stimulation with 50 nanograms milliliters. A 15-fold increase in GFP expression was induced by 500 um, grams of euphorbia non-sweet.
All right, I'm just gonna scroll this. Um, Hey, we kind of went over that a little bit. Euphorbia gunsui is a fairly ubiquitous plant, making it a useful therapeutic in areas without access to expensive treatment options. Euphorbia gansui as an unpurified preparation has been used in traditional Chinese medicine for thousands of years and elbolos or euphobia to Rikele, has been used in Brazil to treat cancer. Eufol, another bioactive component of euphorbia, constantly has anti-inflammatory properties. The natural combination of enginols and eufols and euphorbia gonzoe may provide a safer therapeutic approach and treatment with purified enginol alone. Euphorbia gansui would be a useful treatment option in Sub-Saharan Africa, which accounts for the largest population of HIV-infected individuals. Combining Eastern and Western therapies may seem unconventional. However, this is becoming a commonly used means to enhance, to enhance Western medical strategies. Furthermore, there is a precedent of plant compounds leading to conventional medical treatments, including quinine, aspirin, and taxol. The discovery of artemisin, an anti-malarial treatment isolated from the traditional medicine herb Ging Hao Su was recently recognized with a Nobel Prize in medicine. Two recent studies have highlighted procyanin, which was isolated from traditional medicinal plants. Theobrima kekeo, the plant source of cocoa, has cardiovascular and metabolic health effects, as well as potential anti-inflammatory and anti-cancer properties. Cyanidin from KKO reactivates latent HIV via the MAPK pathway and shows synergistic activation when added in combination with PMA. A second cryosatin compound isolated from polygonum cuspidinum cia procyanidin also activates latent HIV in cell models. When taken together with our results using euphorbia gonsuite, there's an emerging precedence for exploring non-pharmacological approaches to treat HIV. These studies using the same established and scientifically rigorous bioassays used to validate pharmacological drug compounds should help modify perception of natural plant-based approaches to target latent HIV. So what they just said here is that, okay, we, have, we know what euphorbia is, right? We know that this is um, what they call milkweed, right? Now we also, have evidence that the plant, the cocao plant or the cocoa plant has cardiovascular and metabolism health benefits and anti-inflammatory and anti-cancer properties. Now, we're not talking about um, the processed chocolate that you get at the gas station. We're talking about the actual natural plant and it also reactivates latent HIV. Um, so, we have two we have two more things in mind so we have the cacao plant and we have the euphorbia plant all right and then we also have polygonum cuspidatum which i've never heard of so i'm just going to do a quick search on that because i never heard of that um before today so let's google that 
Oh, that's Japanese not weed. Okay, cool. So yeah, we so we were going to talk about Japanese not weed anyway. So these particular compounds are called procyanidins. Procyanidin. And um, so we get them from cacao plants, not weeds. And also we have protein kinase C from um, the milkweed. Okay. So great study, great information. So let's talk about the Japanese not weed for a second. So a natural product from Prolagonum cuspidatum promotes TAT dependent HIV latency reversal through triggering PTEFBs released from 7SK SNRP. Um, so it says here, the latent res reservoirs of HIV represent a major impediment to the eradication of HIV AIDS. To overcome this problem, agents that can activate latent HIV proviruses have been actively sought after. Although several chemical compounds have been shown to activate latency, they are of limited use due to high toxicity and clinical outcomes. In an attempt to identify natural products as effective latency activators from traditional Chinese medicinal herbs that have been widely used in human population, we have isolated procyanidin from Japanese knockweed and that can activate HIV and latency-infected T cells. REJ-C1G3 preferentially stimulates HIV transcription in a process that depends on the viral encoded TAT protein and acts synergistically with prostatin or JQ1 to activate HIV latency. Our mechanic, me mechanistic analysis further showed that REJ-C1G3 accomplishes these tasks by inducing the release of PTFB, a host cofactor essential for TET activation of HIV transcription. All right. All right, and here's another similar article which talks about the BET bromodomain inhibitor JQ1 activates HIV latency through antagonizing BRD4 inhibition of TAC transactivation. Um, and so JQ1 is, let me see, what is JQ1? All right, but anyway, um, I'm just going to stop there. We're going to get, let's get some information about JQ1 and then I'm going to wrap this up, okay? Because I'm trying to figure out what JQ1 is. Like what plant is that coming from? Where did they isolate it from? All right, so this is the full article from the National Institutes of Health.
I'm not sure if this is synthetic or where it came from. They're, not, they're never talking about where this bromo domain inhibitor came from. Um, but okay, you know, that's fine. Um, I feel like that is, you know, just something else to think about. I'm not sure what exactly that is. It's hard to figure out. It's probably something that they made from plants as well. But in summary, uh, this is, I believe, my third podcast or my fourth podcast on the subject. So remember, um, latency reversal in HRV is how you cure it. So to do so, you want to use a synergistic approach for faster results. But we have seen it work with black seed oil just by itself. So black seed oil, vitamin B3, selenium, milkweed, and Japanese knotweed as well as um, some other potential things like CMOS. So we have at least seven latency reversal agents that we have identified on this show. And we're going to continue to share this information with people every single day. So with that being said, I want to thank you guys for tuning in. And I will see you guys in the next podcast.